0: Welcome back to Extra Ice. Today I have a couple stories, just some info, um, some updates, you know, some stuff I just want to touch on. Um, I always try to avoid saying, like, in today's episode, because I hate, like, when someone's teaching a lesson and they're like, today we're going to talk about blah, blah. And it's like, we're never going to get to the end of this. Um, But I, we'll get to the end. We will land this plane. Eventually. We will. Um, for some reason, my, my notes just, just disappeared. It disappeared. Okay, they're back. So, uh, if you didn't know, I have a one-year-old. And you know what? There's a chance that you actually didn't know that because, we didn't have a birthday party for her. <laughs> it got moved around a little bit because of some travel plans. And I'm also trying to rethink just what birthdays are like and what holidays are like. I feel like I'm constantly just reinventing holidays and traditions and trying to really Whittle down to like what the real meaning of birthdays and get togethers and events. And I just, we didn't do a big first birthday for her this year, but we did do some little celebrations. And one thing I kind of noticed was I can kind of hear my kids fighting in the other room. Hmm. Um, One thing I noticed is, speaking of my kids, it seems like my older girls were so excited for the younger birthday, if that makes sense. And I also think that's another facet of holidays is seeing, like, for me as the parent, I get to see these holidays again, kind of through the eyes of a kid. But then my kids get to see the holidays again through the eyes of their younger siblings. And as my kids develop into being siblings and being sisters and having relationships with each other, I think it's so valuable for them to be able to see me helping a kid that isn't them if that makes sense or to see you know me serving another kid or another kid serving me or s- another child learning or developing or trying something new and i think being able to watch the dynamic between a mom and her child is i i just feel like that's essential in having a good relationship with your own parent. Now whether you have siblings or not, I think you know, even watching like your friends or your cousins with their parents, I think that's completely beneficial as well. I just think with my three kids, it's so important for them to be able to kind of have their own their own relationships between one another. And they're all very, very different. I know (laughs) my kids are very young still. But I mean, I can recognize that in my own siblings. So with regards to birthdays, it was interesting to see how excited my older girls were for Noah's birthday, which was really, really cute. Um, But like I said, we just... We did. Oh, no. So, sorry, I'm just being a referee, you know, for my toddlers. Um, As I'm talking all, like, philosophical about their (laughs) relationships, and the two-year-old is currently calling the four-year-old a baby, and just pushing her buttons. That's the thing with a four-year-old girl is they have some buttons some buttons i'm going to tell you that um so so i'm constantly in just this rewatch mode with the show sister wives and i don't actually know what's going on currently in the show if that makes sense, like I'm not caught all the way up, but I started season one like a couple months ago. And so I've been watching through and I'm telling you, I I this is now a Sister Wives deep dive episode because there's just so much to comment about. And I actually had a really interesting interaction with somebody who knows that family pretty personally. Well, knows them personally? Yeah, knows them personally and was able to give me another perspective on the family and the inter- interactions, which was so fascinating. But as I've been watching, I've noticed, like, first, they love they love an announcement. They love a secret. They love a surprise. They love... Like, I have an announcement for the family. Like, when everyone gets together, they love it. They're always doing that. Cody is obsessed with, like, this idea of, like, being manly. And, like, what being manly is. And, like, the man card. And, like, oh, you're so manly. You're manly. You're a man. Like, I don't know if he feels that he has to really, like, almost, I don't know the word, like, if he really has to elaborate or emphasize, that's the word I was thinking, really has to, like, emphasize his manliness, because there's, like, women in his home, but it's irritating, so irritating, and he'll, like, make comments about his sons, and if his sons are manly, and he'll make comments about, like, his daughter's boyfriends, and, like, oh, like, he's a real man. Like it's really, really annoying. Not even from like a woke perspective because you know I'm so woke. Just from a perspective, like it's obnoxious and he's clearly insecure because why would he talk about it so much? Also, here's the thing. I know a little bit of what goes on with Christine and it's so interesting, interesting watching back Knowing, like I said, I don't know exactly what's going on with the family and with the show, like, in real time. But it's interesting to watch back because I have sometimes felt like I would align with her a little bit. Like, if I knew her in real life, like, some of the stuff she says I kind of agree with. And I think, like, I don't know. I think I have some similarities with her. I don't know why I feel like that. But I'm, like, watching it back and... I don't know. It's like... It's like, remember when we were all watching John and Kate A, and then they got divorced and then you, like, would watch back and it was like, oh, yeah, she's so mean to him. Like, all the time. But obviously, in retrospect, like, everything is going to make sense. So, Sister Wives, just crazy. The other thing I don't really understand, also probably not that, see, with, with this show, I feel like the fourth wall is so thin. Like, it's just, it's just mesh. Like, cause I, I have gone to some of the same places that they've gone to and I've been around people who know them. I've watched the show so much, like, I feel like, I don't know, I feel borderline, like, like, they feel very real to me, (laughs) in the sense that, like, okay, the Kardashians, like, I'm never gonna see you, I have nothing to do with you, like, I can snark on you as much as I want, but, with this family, like, sometimes I get a little bit too, I don't know, like, sometimes I feel like I need to be protective of them just because, I don't know, they, like, hold the fate of, like, the LDS church in their hands sometimes, and I feel like, I don't know, whatever, but with that said, like, sometimes I feel a little bad, like, diving into some of their, like, choices or some of their like family dynamics because I don't know. Maybe it's just the slight overlap with like the churches. I don't know. But um I do not understand how money works in that family. And where is the money come from? Coming from, where is the money coming from? And like they talk about this weird like marketing business that they have which does not make it any sense because sister wives closet the episode when they're talking to the investors and they sit down with the board of investors um and the lady asks them you have like five million hits to your website and like a hundred sales like what is going on literally plain as day it's because people don't like the merchandise. If you're getting that much traffic to your website and it is there's zero zero percent conversion, it's because people don't like the product. It's either because it's too expensive, which it is, or it's ugly, which I kind of think it is. Um, but I'm not really here to hate. I'm just here to I'm just here to to say, just here to give you a little extra. On top of what you already know and probably are already thinking. Anyway, um, my brother sent me a screenshot today of, um, I think he was like listening to Spotify or something and Jack's mannequin <gasps> came up on his like playlist or whatever. If you remember Jack's Mannequin, uh, like honestly, I was the main character listening to Jack's mannequin. I remember in eighth grade going to a basketball game and Per Nesselquist let me borrow his iPod and he was like the rich kid in my high school. This was like 2005 or 2006 when iPods were like $700 and he let me listen to his iPod and I was listening to Dark Blue by Jack's mannequin. Like the angst, the emotion Everything, like, just sitting in that gym at the basketball game after school with your friends, no parents around, and the music, like, you guys. I was, I was a romantic from the time I was, like, in second grade. Like, I have been there, I feel things really deeply. Um, anyway, um, and that also reminded me of another story, um, That, I don't really know why these even feel like they're connected, but for some reason I thought about this story. When I was, oh, it must have been like a junior. So, North Face jackets were really popular, but not the ones that were like fleece and like cinched at the bottom and like zipped up. It was like a rain jacket or like a windbreaker, like it was a thin... It was like really thin. And if you had like a black one or a white one, like you were so cool. So I had borrowed one from someone because I'm not that cool. I had borrowed one from somebody. And for some reason, okay, my dad took me to school every single day, like just about my entire, why does it feel like 18 years when you, I mean, you don't start school till you're like five or six. So it's really only like 12 years. But my dad took me to school like almost every day. And I would listen to music so loud in the car. And I would always beg him to stop at Starbucks. And, you know, it was just, I don't know, we just We're all, every day when I was in elementary school, when I was in junior high, when I was in high school and I I don't really know, maybe I need to like talk a little more about this, but he would come to, so I did seminary before school in junior high and high school. And so it was at like six in the morning and they're screaming in there again. Um, anyway, so my dad would drop me off at seminary and he would go into his office because at the time he was the bishop, which is kind of like the pastor or whatever. Um, then he'd like work in his office and like read his scriptures or whatever. And then he would take me to school after. So sometimes I was just running late. And I have no idea why this one specific day I was brushing my teeth in the car, but I'm wearing this windbreaker jacket. It's like that swishy material, right? And I'm brushing my teeth in the car and I need to spit. And I wasn't too keen on the idea of opening the car door. So I decided to roll my window down. But then I was like, oh, I don't need to roll the window down all the way. I'm just going to roll it down about halfway, spit, and then I'll be done. Well, first, the car was moving when I did this. So there's like wind. And I'm like not tall. And the window was not even rolled down to like my eye level. So I turn to spit it hits the window drips down the window down the car door it's on my jacket and it my jacket's black nylon and so the toothpaste dries on this jacket and my dad is just like what are you what are you doing like what are you thinking my dad has this way of saying my name where it's just like y- y- You're in trouble. And he'll be like, Ken! Like, he calls me Ken, like McKenna. Ken! Like, this one time we were in the gorge and we were driving past a waterfall and I was like, I was driving and I'm looking at the waterfall and trying to, like, show Cameron the waterfall and as I'm driving, I'm, like, veering a little bit and my dad's just like, Ken, drive! Like, he just loves, he loves... A little not a snap he's not snapping at me he's definitely correcting me he's yeah definitely a correction there so um the best part of this is several years maybe 10 years later I did this same thing again I was on my way to a second job interview was brushing my teeth while driving in a moving car, um, didn't roll my window down all the way, spit, it got all over my seatbelt, it got all, it was everywhere. So, oh, so maybe that's the secret to success. Maybe that's the secret to like a long and happy life. Brush your teeth in the car, spit with absolutely no remorse, no, like, don't, don't hold back. Get your get your dental hygiene in. Brush your teeth. Um, or just have your dad drive you to school every day. And that will be really sweet. Anyway, <laughs> I um wanted to just go ahead and record. I want to start being better at recording. Truly would love to be able to record every day. Um I think if I did that, these would definitely be a little more scripted um, instead of just kind of sitting down and telling funny stories that have happened to me. But um, I feel really good about the podcast right now. I feel like I'm in a really good place just with my job and mentally and emotionally, which is really good because sometimes it's hard to take on A side project or add anything. Um, I really think part of the reason is that it's summer and it's staying light out a little bit later. Um, I also just remembered my friends and I got together and we are all going to do a service project together. Um, I was so, I, I was just so impressed with how quickly my friends agreed to not only do the service, well, not that I was surprised, because they obviously are amazing people. And they agreed to do this project and to contribute financially and to give of their time. And, you know, we just went on this huge trip. I don't know if I've talked about it yet. Um, and I figured, you know, if we can sit down at dinner and pay like $25 and sit there for two hours, where else can we channel that energy and that time, that effort, that money? And so I'm really excited. Hopefully we'll be able to do this multiple times because we actually had an abundance of people volunteering and offering to help, which was amazing. But um, I do need to wrap it up here because it's almost 10 p.m. And my kids are not in bed. It's because they take naps at four in the afternoon. My two and four year old just take naps. I'm like, you cannot be waking up from your nap at 630. No, ma'am. You cannot. Also, I started watching Hacks. Um, It's on HBO. So funny. And my favorite thing is there's this girl on TikTok. I don't, I don't know her name. Is it Meg Stalter or is it not? Maybe it's not. I don't know. Right when I said I don't know her name, that popped into my head. But it's the girl who does like the teal cat eye eyeliner. Anyway, she's on Hacks. And in my mind, somehow her TikToks got super famous and she got discovered through TikTok. I don't know. Maybe she has an agent. Maybe she was doing acting classes. I'm I'm sure there were some other things at play, but I'm telling myself it was just from TikTok. Like, that's how she got famous. And I'm feeling really inspired. Is it the Sunshine? I don't know. Is it the Sister Wives rewatch? I don't know. <laughs> I am feeling really good, inspired, and just me and Meg Stalter are going for it. We are, we're in our our prime. We are in our prime. (laughs) Now go get yourself a beverage with extra ice.